All right, we're all gangos. We're all gangos. We're here. What what number is this? Fifteen, right? Yes. All right. Welcome back, episode fifteen of the City on the Couch podcast. I'm here with the boys. We have Nine Reginald YT. Hi y'all. We have Mally K R Dizay. Yeah, you already know what it was when you signed on. And we have Shadow Blast, aka Marcus. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, how's everybody's weekend? How's everyone's weekend? Pretty good, pretty good. Got a haircut today. Oh, shit, for real? Yeah. Uh-huh. You taking down those girls at your job? How was your day? <laughs> I'll uh, go. <laughs> I like the sound of that. That could be a whole segment in itself. Yeah, it man. will not be a segment. Bro, honestly, we might have to. You and Marcus Hinton's girls. That might have to be its own segment. Yo, that's going to have to be written down for the mental notes. Bro, look, we're going to, we're trying to inspire young anime niggas that, you know what I'm saying? They don't know. They don't know. They a little scared to go outside and talk to the women. It does, bro. What's their fault? Oh, I mean. Yo, so Marcus, how was your weekend? Or your week? So far, could be better. Could be hitting on these parlays. Feel that? I saw that one guy miss because Chris Stops didn't uh, get twenty five points. He hit everywhere else. Mm. What bet? No, he didn't get twenty five points. Was his first mistake. <clears throat> Malcolm. My weekend was disgusting, but my week is going better. That's good. That's good. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Gotta do a checkup on everybody. Make sure everybody's mental health is okay. You know, it seems like Nairi's is good because he got that haircut. Now he about to be slaying these women at his job. That's what I like to hear. Huh? My client Nairi will not be answering uh, allegations at this time. Yeah, I see he didn't answer that shit. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yo. All right. So, all right. All right. All right. So. I'm leaving my job to go somewhere else, right? Another Amazon that was calling my name and they was talking some good numbers. So I'm going over there, right? And everybody at my job was sad. They were sad. It was like, Somerset? Nah, Edison. Nice, no, nice, nice. Congratulations. Oh, uh, thank you. Gotta move on, do what's better for you. Bruh, because uh, when I was leaving today, I told this one kid, I was like, yo, today's my last day. He's like, nah, I'm going to see you on Sunday. And I was like, are you not? <laughs> he was like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to see you on Sunday. You think I'm joking? <laughs> yeah, bro, they all thought I was joking. And uh, so I went up to this other this other dude, like, yo, I'm leaving today. And he was like, you're not leaving. I was like, no, do y'all not think I'm leaving? Like, what the fuck? So I was like, no, I'm dead ass leaving. <laughs> You know what that is? They type people that think like he was gonna be there with them forever. But Fuck no, they on it, like they, they in denial. They like nah, he, nah, he's just gonna see you the next day. Well, once once shit start looking south, and I mean I'm about to spill a lot of tea. Once the like general manager there started just doing bad things with the money and shit, that's why I knew it was time to go. <laughs> so I got a whole full <laughs> scandal going on, Bruh, Like. The people at freaking Seattle was pulling up to Am- our Amazon saying, yo, like, what the fuck are y'all doing wrong? Basically, everybody was just fudging the numbers. Like, shit that they said they was doing or making wasn't true at all. They was basically underperforming. 
So, yeah. Now, everybody was just like, oh, like, yo, you're not leaving. It's like, dang, only a handful of people was like, kind of like, all right, yo, like, wish you, you know, better on the other side. Uh, good thing you leaving this, this hellhole type shit, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. And some people goodbye and good riddance. Oh my you god! Might, you might be like the chain reaction to like, or like this, the one that start the chain reaction to everybody else leaving. They gonna be like, I'm gonna be hype as fuck. Cause it's, it's one girl I'm cool with. She said, "Oh, since you leaving, I'm gonna leave." I was like, "All right, yeah, bet." Be like that. Man. Be like that. They only people only stay. Like once they see other people start leaving, they like, you know what? I ain't gotta take this anymore. It happened like happened to Whole Foods too. It's like once certain people leave, it's like, man, I wanna leave now too. Yeah, once I got banned from Whole Foods, everybody left, right? No, nah, they was still there. <laughs> <laughs> they wasn't with me for real. They wasn't. Nah, that one girl. What's her name? Uh, I don't know. Irene, something like that. Rita. Yeah, Rita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That girl <laughs> that discussed. Rita. Yeah, bro. Shout out to her with that nasty laugh. Uh, nah, I never see this. Uh, nah, Rita was a little. I I ain't going front. I don't usually like giving people rides home. But that was one of those rides home where I thought to myself, like. Yeah, I need you to get the fuck out the car. Oh, he driving her home. She's like, oh yeah, like I went down here, did all this other stuff. I was like, all right, bitch, you gonna have to get the fuck out the car now. Enough is enough. But, those dark days, those are dark days. Yeah, put that shit behind me. Fuck that Whole Foods banned me. Send me a little mess message, mail, whatever shit, saying, hey, you can't work here anymore. Fuck y'all. Never going back. So. There's a lot of shit to discuss, a lot of shit to talk about. Um, first thing we're gonna talk about is some gaming shit. We have some Assassin's Creed news, code name Red. We'll have two protagonists, a samurai and a ninja. My first thoughts of this was Ghost of Tsushima and how Assassin's Creed will be better than Ghost. I highly doubt it will, but what are y'all thoughts on this? Anybody? Well, they, got, they got a lot of work to do uh, field gameplay wise. Oh, the two the samurai and the ninja yeah uh could be good not really a fan of the two protagonist thing but you know give it a chance just need to see what it'll look like gameplay wise any if anything gameplay wise and story wise i'm kind of open to whatever which is really gameplay wise story wise i never really have an issue with assassin's creed except for syndicate but that's a whole another tangent i'm not gonna go down uh yeah, as long as they nail the they can do a two protagonist story right and the gameplay is solid then yeah, all w's all around malcolm um, i love assassin's creed i love all the games except for valhalla so if they go back to being an actual an assassin's creed game where i'm playing as an actual assassin then i'm all for it but if i'm running around like it's ninja gaiden i'm not playing it do you guys think this game will be better than Ghost? No. Apparently, <laughs> Ghost is like a 10 out of 10 to some people. That game is a masterpiece. I have piece. not played it. That is a lot of people's favorite game, so I don't think it'll be better than that. You know why? Because Ubisoft can't do anything, right? I was about to say, Ubisoft has got that whole dark cloud around it right now where it's like they can't make a good game to save their life. I mean, I could be wrong. I could like feel like, because I know what that one game was. Game where you run around as the, as like the like the following god or something like that. Oh, immortals. Like, where he's like a human. Yeah, that's my shit. That game was good. That was good. 
That, but I it, like they didn't even good. I but feel like it, they didn't expect that to be good though, like because the way the yeah they didn't really support it like that. I mean, they have like a few DLCs, but it doesn't feel like they were kind of like pushing like, oh, like, yeah, y'all should get this game. It was kind of like, yeah, we got this other game over here. And I liked it, too, because the people that made Odyssey made that game. So it's like, all right, Odyssey is a lot of people's like new favorite Assassin's Creed. Oh, we got this other game that's really good, too. So it was, it was cool. I like I like Immortals. Probably one of my favorite games they dropped in a while. But I don't really follow Ubisoft. Never, I guess. Yeah. Ubisoft is just like that annoying cousin that just always had the flames. Just you, you, you tolerate them, but you don't really, you don't really mess with them like that. Like they just constantly making games where it's like, oh, they made another game, and it's like either made or bad. Like it's very rare that they have like they have something good to come out. It's like that one kid that makes the macaroni art all the time when they go to school and expects it to go in the refrigerator. And they're like, ha, thank you. It's going to go right on the fridge with the rest of them. Yeah, it's Jake, basically. Yeah, that's a fact. What the hell kind of analogy? You're not wrong. That was actually a pretty good analogy. Yeah. It was. I was just out of nowhere. I, the thing I don't like about, I guess, the new Ubisoft games, too, is that it feels like it's just objective city. Like every game just feel like oh, there's yeah, mad yeah, shit you yeah. have to do. So it just feels like a whole like bunch of just dots on the map. Like dog, it's overwhelming as fuck. Like what if I don't want to do all this stuff? Oh, but then yeah, I'm missing stuff. Side quest points. Yeah. Matt covered, in, Matt covered in icons. You don't even know what they are. You can't even see them on like. like then, red, then I all just, different colors, red, blue, yellow, white, black. I'm just be mad the whole time. Like, bro, I ain't trying to do this shit. Like just let us explore whatever. Ubisoft like, whatever developers, if you're listening, take a page from Rockstar and make a good game. And come on, they got like they got they got a few. Not if they're gonna make a single player ass game like that, then take a page from Rockstar. Cause they're the single player kings right now. As you can see. And multiplayer. Nah, what's McCall's pretty nice too. Who the people that make Spider Man? So, oh, yeah, yeah, them niggas are nice. And then, uh, who uh, the niggas that make? They alright. Ah, fuck. Respawn. When it comes to single player games, they got that shit too. Because Ubisoft, you got a long way to go. I, I think. Well, the only thing with Respawn is they they seem to be losing mad people, which a lot of companies are losing a lot of people. It seems, especially in the tech world. So I mean, but Respawn still got some fire though. Titanfall 2 is a classic. Good story right there. Jedi Fallen Order, fire. I, Jedi Survivor off that story trailer. Probably is going to be fire too. But Ubisoft, yeah. It's just that side eye kind of game now. What's that dog meme? That shit. That's what they are to me. I kind of look at them sideways. Um, dog, dog water? Uh, they not. Happy Father's uh, Day. Oh, great. Another tie. Just exactly what I wanted. <laughs> I'd say Prime Bioware is up there too, but they ain't been it as of late. So that's also true too. Like there's a Mount Rushmore. I don't know if I have Ubisoft in that Mount Rushmore. No, no, no. I definitely yeah. have. I might have that's Insomniac the, up there. I think Bi Bioware is up there. Like yeah, Prime Bioware, single player was. Um, I'm really We're talking about now. Uh, obviously, uh, from software is up there. Obviously. Yeah, from Soft definitely up there. Mm -hmm. uh, It's a lot of people, but you know what? We have, that might be a, like another debate for another day or another list for another day. Top developers, yeah, top developers, from software up there, bro. But look, from software, 
did everyone the justice by tracking how many times y'all died to so many people. So, look, there was 5.9 billion boss attempts in Elden Ring. Players have initiated nearly 6 billion boss battles since launch. Mind you, this game launched a year ago. So, Millennia took 329 million of y'all's lives. Alright? Market. Kind of Marcus is Market, the Fell Omen, took 281 million. Radagon, the last trash ass boss, took what is this? 148 million. Limgrave, the Sentinel, 277. And who's this? Star Scoods, Radon. Oh, Radon was a problem. I like that boss battle though. Took uh what is this? 139 million. So for those of y'all who have played Elder Ring, um, it's been a year. What are y'all like some of y'all favorite memories? It's crazy that people say Radon was so hard. I didn't think Radon was that hard. I like Radon. I thought that other dude up in the in the Winter Castle, like the the Commander Nial, that dude was hard. I like That's the thing about uh from software from software games like anybody could have a different experience with every boss like some people say it's easy some people say your, your boss is hard like everybody's got different Bro, the way you want to play that it's giant hard. shit was hard for me yeah that was pretty yeah it but then i was watching people do it, it like it was nothing right and, and you can definitely yeah, and then yeah. you can like look for cheeses and stuff and yeah other things like that. that are they so, including like, the the elden beast with radagon because radagon so. himself wasn't yeah, hard kind of but that elden beast was just annoying like he, yeah, it, it was wasn't good. hard it was just annoying it wasn't hard just it was just you're constantly you running away and him all over the place yeah but i thought the i thought the elden beast was easier than this first phase you know what's funny is that the tree sentinel is third on this ranking list <laughs> like isn't oh, the yeah, tree sentinel yeah i'm about to say i ran exactly. past that shit i even know you could fight it yeah well people thought people thought oh this is the first enemy i'm gonna see i'm gonna blow right by him and he he literally stomps you out he he just stomps you out man like it's crazy some more uh elder ring stats we have is cause of death is over nine billion two percent was by another player 14% was fall to death. 15 was status effects. I'm not gonna lie, I don't think I died by a single status effect the whole time I was playing. Cause I usually ran away. I was kinda pussy. I'm not gonna NGL lie to you. I was super pussy. I didn't if I got hit by poison or whatever, I healed myself and ran away. I'm not gonna NGL lie to you. But Dark Souls 3. Bro, just mm -hmm. run away. But a whopping 69% was by enemies and NPCs. That makes sense though, man. That's the game. I think I'd only die by that lake of rot. I think that's the only way I'm getting that. Yeah, that, that would be the only, yeah. Actually, no, not even the lake of rot. It was that one cave where you got to go get the golden scarab. That cave with that rot shit. That's the only one I'm, I'm thinking I was like OD dying in. So... Now, this is for all the people that did summons. 12% did summons to square up and fight. 88% did it for co-op. 88% did it for co-op. 
That's kind of wild. But I mean, it kind of makes sense too, though. So. So it's like 88% people that beat bosses on co op? Like for. Or yeah, they like... had to call for help. <laughs> they didn't want to go oh, it okay. alone. That's good. That's, I feel like that's that good, though. I like that. Let's the community work together. Do they want to help out? Help you beat a boss? Get something? That is true. I mean, it, fun. I. I, Honestly, I I was going to say, I think um, Elden Ring was a lot of people's first Soulsborne game, so it makes sense why it would be 88%. I didn't think the number would be that big, though, if I'm being honest. I helped, like, like, my, like my brother Andrew, I helped him be a lot of bosses co-op by, so he's, he's, yeah. Oh, that was Andrew's first Soulsborne game, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. So I was uh, ready to help him whenever I could. Dark Souls 3. Well, he did. Yeah, he did technically play Dark Souls too, but we never beat it. Never beat it. Hey guys. But we kind of took a break off of it and then started Elder Ring. So we'll go back to Dark Souls one day, right, Malcolm? <laughs> I yeah, I'm ready whenever you are. Let me just let me just let me just beat the tree by myself though. Oh, yeah, I hate that tree, I bro. Like, I just don't like how when I'm summoned with you, like because of your level, my like my health bar is at like five percent. Exactly. So be. let me just let me just beat the tree by myself. I think I could do that. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it, easy. And last bit of uh, other race stats we have is the top five spell cast, which was Roxley at one, Crystal Torment Torrent at two, Glintstone Pebble, which is kind of crazy because I think what did TVAs go the whole game by just using the Glintstone Pebble? Yeah, he was not changing for anybody. Oh, uh, Cash. Tell him to change it. He was not changing his spells up. Cash Nasty did too? Yeah, Cash yeah. Cash used nothing but that damn pebble. And the, um, which I'm surprised Comet Azor is not on there. I guess because. I'm not, because it's just like, it's just hard to get it off. Yeah, it's, I'm about it to say. It takes a long time to charge up, and then if you're not hitting it, then you're dead, basically. Presto, you're dead. Then we it have easy in the clips, but you just gotta have perfect position. Yeah, especially too. Like if you set up correctly, you might be able to get it off. Yeah. We have uh, what's this number four? The Great Blade Phalanx and five the Rotten Breath, which I know people use like crazy in PvP because I had it on my build. Then for the incantations, blessings of the Earth Tree. What's it say? Oh yeah. Beastal Sling. Beastal Slay? Bestal Slay? I can't read, it's yeah, too small. It was pretty broken, like... That's just the rocks, right? The yeah, like, that's like one of the basic spells you get for... for the Beastal spells. Golden Vow and... For incantation. Golden Vow, the Flame Frenzy, and... Bestial Vitality. For the incantation. So, a year later, all these stats for Elden Ring. I like Elden Ring. Uh, it deserves a game of the year over God of War because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best is still to come with DLC in my Oh, that's so, true. That's all. That's all. That's all. those games go. DLC comes out, makes the game ten times better. And that longevity is just. Yeah, I I do feel like Elden Ring. Like in the comparison of Elden Ring to God of War, we're definitely gonna talk about Elden Ring years from now in comparison to God of War. Like Elden Ring had a lot of memorable stuff. It was a lot of mystery to it, mad shit to it. Versus God of War was kind of like, all right, God of War, we already know what we're doing. Yeah, because Elden Ring made me put 
Horizon Zero Dawn on the back burner for some time. And I, like, it took me a minute just to beat that game. I still have yet to even play God of War. So Elden Ring, like, I played Elden Ring, I beat it four times. So definitely up there. Deserve it. Deservedly so. What the heck? I'm just growling at me. Chill out, dog. Stop. Thank Grr. you. Y'all hear when I clapped at him? No, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, he over here growling at me. I don't appreciate that. Top, we got a show to do. I had to tell him to stop. Thank you. Now we can proceed. So, yeah, shout out to Rain doing great shit. We're definitely going to talk about this game for years to come, though. DLC on the way. But you know what isn't doing that great? Man, Hogwarts Legacy. According to Steam, only 25% of the players have earned Hero of Hogwarts achievement, which was completing the main story. And I'm honestly not surprised, because no one talks about that game anymore. I feel like yeah, the hype but... for that game was just getting Avada Kedavra and just uh, using it. And now people, that's exactly probably why people want PvP, so they can use it against other people. I don't think anybody was really interested in completing the story because I'm pretty sure the story is kind of bland. Bruh, the story's ass. <laughs> I've yeah, heard, I haven't played the game myself, but I've heard the story is kind of disappointing. I feel like if if you're like a, Harry, a huge Harry Potter fan, like you're probably going to stick with it. But if you're like one of someone outside looking in, it's like, oh, this game was good. And you're hearing the hype off contender, I'm going to buy it, try it out. But and then you actually play and you're like, eh, it's not really what I was thinking this is going to be at the end of the day. Like people really looking forward to another game of the year contender has dropped and all that hype has dropped down extreme like drastically since his launch yeah like i feel like the momentum kind of died once people actually had a hands-on with it and yeah. had the potential dlc can help it but they just they're gonna have to if they really wanted to succeed they're gonna have to unfortunately relate it more to the actual story of harry potter like I, I don't know, the game is so weird to me. I saw people say, like, oh, like, this was, like, what they wanted from a Harry Potter game and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, but Harry Potter is known for having such a great story, right? Like, I, I there's a reason why freaking those books are up there with, like, Lord of the Rings and other shit, right? Like, they're known for having such a great story, but then why did this game have such a mid-story? Because they don't want to be associated with the story in J.K. Rowling. That's why. Still, like, the story could have been fire, though. Like, the potential is so there. They just, they're afraid of backlash, which they've already been getting. They should have just said, fuck it, just went. Because 25%, like, this game came out, what, February, I think? And we're nearing the end of March in, like, a week. So, for only 25% of the players on Steam to beat it, I wonder what the number is on console. I feel like the number is, like, a lot lower. This just goes to show how far graphic, how far like good graphics can take you. Because obviously, a game has great graphics, but gameplay wise, it's kind of iffy here and there, from what I'm hearing. And story wise, obviously, it's getting mixed reviews too. So it's, and I, I think it also got a lot of hype based off, you know, I'm not I'm gonna... <laughs> when they were showing off them black hairstyles, everybody's going crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, snap, this is how game, video game companies got to do it, this and that. 
but yeah, that gave him some. I feel like that gave a lot of people like, all right, I'm gonna put this game on my um, on my radar. But then when it came down to it, and actually started playing the game, like I feel like a lot of people, the gameplay is kind of not really capturing me. Like, and the story isn't really doing nothing for me. So it's like, it's just, it doesn't show like it, it can you can do great, you can have great customization, good graphics, but at the end of the game, at the end of the day, it's still a game. The game has to be good. The gameplay has to be good. The story has to be. Doesn't have to be like nothing like Last of Us, but it has to be decent at the least. I'll say good, decent to good. I don't think mm-hmm. people wouldn't have the um <clears throat> the honest conversation, but I feel like Forspoken was better than this game. And if people want to sit there and be like, oh nah, that you're bugging, I liked Forspoken a lot more than this game. If I'm being completely honest, this game is cool. Forspoken was fun, glitchy and all. It was still fun. But they really have that, bad, that many bad glitches. Yeah, like it was like I'm not gonna sit here and say like it was the most optimized game because it wasn't because I think it still runs shitty on PC. So I bought it on the PS5, but it was mm-hmm. it was still like fun. Like, I still had fun playing it. I don't know if y'all ever see like the TikToks of people doing like spells on Forspoken, bro. That shit looks crazy as fuck. And then to like to do it in the game is cool, bro. Harry Harry Potter shit just look boring. It's not it's it's not as captivating. The story is not like people shitting on the story for Forspoken, but at least I was interested in Forspoken story. I can remember stuff that happened in Forspoken. And that game was considered bad to everybody. I cannot remember anything in the main story that happened in Hogwarts, but I can only remember the side character story. Because the side character somehow had a better story than the main story. Dang, we done lost a Mally K all this day. He'll be back though. But still he's back but still like I, I don't know it doesn't really make sense to me so fuck Hogwarts <laughs> at least uh better. I will say I don't know it's a lot about DLC. that too yeah I don't know a lot about Forspoken but all I will say Ella Belinsky I love it she might hear this one day oh everybody I'll have it we can all agree that's a good thing that happened to Forspoken yeah yeah oh okay that was a greatness right there needed that Hogwarts gameplay you got it spells and nostalgia you got it story just you have a whole Harry Potter lore create an excellent dark villain or dark wizard villain and train us to go after him and whatever do something like that literally so easy but you know what is better than Hogwarts right now is Fortnite creative 2.0 this shit looks fire this shit looks fire so there's a clip of ninja playing what looks like a dark souls-esque kind of game in fortnite and it kind of does look like dark souls and then there's another one of curse jd playing call of duty in fortnite so uh for what y'all see from these clips i don't know if y'all watched both clips or if y'all saw other clips what are y'all thoughts i saw the call of duty clip Was it like the thing where it's like you know how Roblox is ha- make like they're making games? Yeah. Game where like Roblox is making oh, okay, that's that can be that's pretty cool then. So I gotta check out the trailer myself, but if it's what you say it is and what I'm hearing, then I'm about to check that out. I'm pretty excited. Do you think uh other game developers should be worried? Because they say that Roblox Sonic game is like the best Sonic game they dropped and it's not even like actual Sega game. Uh I'll say they had to be worried. 
by the end of the day because they're still having the, the official content and mascot. Like, snap their hands and <laughs> snap their hands and be like, all right, if this is, has anything Sonic or looks like, maybe we might have to hit a lawsuit. We all, but, but I don't think it would get to that point if it was that good, but I don't know. I feel like companies should be looking at these smaller games as like, or not smaller games, obviously Fortnite's not a small game. Fortnite's lots are not small, but they have like these small little game modes where it's like, game companies should be looking at these, like we might need to model this and take this and take notes and maybe use it in our game. Obviously, people like it, so it's causing a lot of traction. I don't know, like something. So maybe they should look into it, honestly. Like some Take notes. Stuff that goes hard at the same time. Oh, who's gonna say something? I said, yeah, Apex, you guys suck. Bro, I was about to actually ask. So, what if Roblox and Fort, because both of their games, like when they let developers do whatever on their games, they just kind of smoke that shit. What if Fortnite 2.0, the creative 2.0, Makes a better game than I don't know, like Battlefront. They definitely could, cause Battlefront is down in the dumpster right now. I'll tell you yeah, that. They definitely could. No doubt. It probably wouldn't wouldn't be that hard to actually do. I said Battlefront. I meant to say Battlefield. I thought that was what y'all said. My bad. No, no, no. Battlefront. Same, same company. Oh, uh, Battlefront. Oh, Battlefront yeah. is on the way up, but they, hey, but you know, they. She's. I hope they make a third one. Who knows when that's gonna be? Hopefully, it's good. Because EA EA needs to realize that they have these IPs and need to do well with them. They can't just be squandering them. But now you have Creative 2.0. So somebody could take the idea of Battlefront and then add in all the shit. So like, let's say like, obviously Battlefront 2 doesn't have like Ahsoka, but then you go on Fortnite Creative and you play like so I guess to, yeah like heroes like, versus like, villains like, and shit mod, like, yeah like, got, like a Darth Vader like I guess model so maybe Darth Vader so, yeah, they, they modded like the modders on PC carried that game at least on PC but like console people oh, yeah. obviously don't have access to that so but just imagine like you just get on Fortnite and be like oh like y'all want to play I don't know like God of War just to say for example or y'all want to yeah. play like Sekiro like like a, it, or, like a, or like a better version of a GTA where it's like yeah you know, or even if they add their own GTA RP to create a 2.0 right. so Fortnite, yeah That'd so be dope. I can see that. like imagine those people like people that don't have the means to play a GTA RP can just hop on Fortnite creative and be like oh shit like let's go join blah 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 world like I, I, I feel like it's a good that, thing I ain't gonna lie like now that we're talking about it and I'm Hearing the ideas behind them, kind of, I'm kind of digging it. Honestly, I feel like that's like that's pretty big for like yeah. Just if it's gonna continue to grow like that, because obviously Fortnite is still a big game. Like they, they might be doing something. They might be doing something. Yeah, they could be doing like game within games, or even like where it becomes the point where it's accessible for everybody to do or to use. Like just a lot of these games running on like this and like Unreal Five and all that stuff. Like. Pretty uh like a game changer. Yeah, let me get a creative 2.0 NBA Live. No. I was thinking about that too, well, bro. But that? it's it's possible though. Like they could bring like a NFL Street or people been dying for a Def Jam. Like this is mad shit now because after these two clips and these are two vastly different games ninja's playing like like i said like a dark school dark souls s game and then he's playing a call of duty type game bruh what like it, it, you can do whatever like, where i was, like yeah i always thought about stuff like that cause, especially because like you can have 
all these players in the game at one time. So yeah, that was a battle royale. So you can basically have all these player slots and have them all doing different things in one world. It's like anything like an actual like Dark Souls or like a RP, like GTA RP. Like honestly, that that's on the way up, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. That that sounds kind of fire. Bruh, I, I'm interested. For like everyone can like fully utilize this. No, I think they uh, I, I think people want it now. Um, I feel like they had like some small developers probably working on it, but now because it's open to the public, because Unreal Engine Five has been open to the public for I think about like a year now, maybe a little bit more. So if you was making something on there, then Epic was probably like, oh, you trying to make something on the Fortnite real quick, and that's how they got like these type of games. Yeah, like I know uh, the respawn, like the lead of um, the Jedi Survivor said, like they they thought about doing Unreal Five for uh for Survivor. Said they could have done it, but like they didn't want to like risk compromising the story, like the game when they had already started. Said they could have started over if they wanted to, like they would have gotten more time. But they said like assuming, well, this is probably gonna be a third game. Said so a third game, it might it might be a possibility, but it all depends on what they decide to do with the engine. I mean, Unreal Engine Five was dope as fuck. So, yeah, they said it's a possibility for the next uh, the next game, considering they're leaving old stuff behind. Like, they're only doing next gen consoles and PC. So we'll see. Like, we'll start to see more of that more of that stuff. Like, really as the norm as like the years go on. Like this year and into next, maybe probably more into next and then beyond. So I'm excited for the Fortnite shit, but. Xbox Game Pass talking about leaving. There's a lot of stuff leaving the Game Pass. Um, a Memoir Blue. This is all leaving on the 31st. So, a Memoir Blue. Anybody here ever play it? No? Game of the year. <laughs> if I know what it's called, if I know what it is, I'll let it, I'll let it play. But there's probably a lot of games. Listen. We got Chinatown, Detective Agency, Cluster Game Truck. Of Game of the year. Double Dragon I'll Neon. Cluster Truck is fun. You played that for real? I've seen people play it. I know what it is. Uh. <laughs> it's basically like a it's basically like a like a run and jump type game where you're like trucks are going on the road, you gotta land on top of the trucks, you gotta get to point A to B. It's a pretty fast paced fun game. Like a small little game. It's like it's like a PC game really, like started out I think. Game of the year. Then we got a uh, Double Dragon Neon, Kraken Academy, MLB the show, and uh Power Rangers, Battle for the Grid. The rest in peace, Power Rangers. I mean, not rest in peace for real, but I mean, shoot. <laughs> from the Game Pass, because I know a lot of people probably played it on the Game Pass at least like one point. That's a good game, sure but at least in our experience, we had. I'm about to say, like, <laughs> what are y'all like, like favorite memories from that shit? I mean, it's still up, but like, it's leaving the Game Pass, so still. What's up, some of y'all favorite memories from that? something new. Being the only good fighting game I'm at, all good at. Not read with the corner trap plenty of times. Letting that is, uh, I've, hit, I've hit Marcus and Ken with the corner trap. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could have corner trap a lot. That was kind of fun because like none of us actually knew how to actually play play the game. Like, we weren't like good at the game. It was just the red like, time for us. Just hoping for the best sometimes. Like it's kind of fun where you just don't know how to play a game. You just, you just jump in and play with your friends. So, that's kind of how it happened. It was good times. Rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Though. Word. Word. So, that was it red for the anime. Ranger broken. What red time for us? Oh, and that gave? Yeah. 
Tony right. fucking Lord Dragon. Oh, my last day for the, the Power Ranger shit. Hey, I don't know if the servers ever gonna really work, but I mean that shit on the Switch though. <laughs> trash. Yeah, she's too hard to best way to always go in that game. It has potential. Like when they, whenever they make the sequel, I'll probably be on. Yeah, I'll check it out. You think they'll make a sequel? Yeah, I think so. I think it had enough. I feel like it had enough support on the back end because they kept, they kept, they kept making DLC, so that's a good sign. Yeah, they just kept making fighters in DLC, so they were supporting it. So I feel like it's got a chance for a sequel. Let's see what now with better, a better engine, better, yeah, better engine, better networking. Yeah. <laughs> a better utilization or yeah you know. do y'all think it will get back more if they get a sequel uh, i feel like I, this graphics. I, this is independent right yeah but i think the i think the dude behind it i can't i don't know his i forgot his, i don't know his name was a i think he's behind one of the a very popular fighting game so it's like pretty sure he made he knows second, how to make fighting games second dude i'm pretty sure yeah, I can't remember exactly like the dude and what games he made, but it's like it's a very prominent dude that made fighting games fast. So like that's why it was had like a, such a good like groundwork. Yeah. So I I think there's a lot of potential to, if they come back with like great gra- like good graphics, actual like <laughs> I know I think voice lines came a while like after a long time, but voice lines to start the game, you know, have like these cutscenes, like you know, like how kind of like Mortal Kombat start a fight and they had like little voice lines where they like little like custom force lines it could be very you know, very good interesting way to keep to keep gameplay going but but it got it basically has a lot of potential is what i'm saying has a lot of potential to be a like a, a hard hitter in the fighting game community bruh this game no had game. more potential than that nickelodeon game <laughs> <laughs> and, and this game had music from the freaking show bruh <laughs> Bro, I used to be dead listening to what was it? Was it Brawl Stars or All Stars? Brawl, I think it's Brawl Stars. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But but like when you hear the one of the music tracks in the game, if you sit there and listen to one of the music tracks, they will literally make you go in, bro. Like you be thinking like, yo, is this music made to kill me? Because they, it sounds tr- like trash. It sounds like it sounds like nails on a chalkboard. It's terrible. But other than that, like I feel like, I feel like that maybe like if Nickelodeon actually supported because I don't for some reason Nickelodeon they don't be putting budget into their games. I feel like I don't know what it is they got they got the money to do so. For some reason they just be pulling back on funds for their games. I guess that's not their focus. But so which game a lot more money into the games? Which game has more chance to get a sequel, Power Rangers or Nickelodeon game? Oh, so leave them both dead. As much as it seems like, I would say Power Rangers is probably the Nickelodeon game. (laughs) It's probably the Nickelodeon game. It could go either way. They both suck, so just leave them. No, bro. Power Rangers is good. Bring back Budokai 4, which they doing. Keep Tekken. Keep, uh, keep what's it called? Street Street Fighter. Fighter, It's called a day. Nah, you gotta have. I, I only want them. I would only want. That Nickelodeon shit, just because Smash needs a uh, competitor, but it seems like every time Smash gets a competitor, that game dies, i.e. multiverses. Well, you should be trying to compete with Smash. But it's competition is good. Yeah. Oh, man. Maximilian Maximilian dude, he's he's talking about how that game had 
bro like you know i feel like it was potential more successful than they could handle yeah it was like they didn't expect all that like because you gotta think it was like when they first came out it was one of the most 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 played game the most played fighting games at launch of all time like for like concurring players like so basically like, that's like big in itself y'all really ever heard the theory like, it's a super head cannon that uh the rock killed that game because of the black adam character <laughs> they said nobody was trying to see the black adam in that game man. they said that. because when black adam came out like obviously it's just super headcated like people just fucking with this shit but is that but i mean let's act like it's true when black adam came out they stopped getting as many dlc characters right right and then it's crazy because as soon as black adam came out dc just kind of just jumped ship and just said all right fuck it, we just gonna redo everything now so fuck the rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah the rock killed everything dc but we'll talk about that we get to the tv and movies but now we're going to we're going oh yeah now yeah let's let's just get off this <laughs> so we're going to the animation yeah that shit's dead he's power so we are on to the anime section the anime section quick little anime news quick little anime news first days first is the mega mean thing got a little trailer coming stream on crunchyroll this april as well as more april shit uh ranking the king side story which i'm excited for april 13th so leveling got another teaser trailer coming out next winter 2024 so i believe that'll be the top of the year as well as Ramoni Kenche comes out this July, Undead Unluck, October 23rd. And what else we got? Oh, K Manga is getting a uh, little app that comes out May 2023. Uh, Kodansha. Kodansha. Yeah. What, what he said. But that right. uh, the app is going to be called K Manga, though. Yeah, but he said K Manga is getting an app. Kodansha's. Oh, well, yeah. Ko- yeah, my bad. My bad. You're right. You're right. You're right. Good. Good looks there um and the app will have over at launch will have 400 manga including aot ghost in the shell so i mean you know what i'm saying aot niggas is gonna read that shit that's all i'm saying it comes out in may and as well as over 70 ongoing manga including blue lot eden zero and um that other piece of shit running girlfriend don't talk about that shit uh oh man and the last thing of anime news, the last thing, the last, oh no, two more things, the One Piece thing. What's this One Piece thing again? What, um, Chansar, Nairi? Uh, I don't think anybody, uh, I don't know if anybody, follow, well, nobody follows, like, Sakuga Twitter. I think I'm the only one that does out of this whole thing. Nah, just the dude who's a really good animator. Uh, gonna be on, regular on the One Piece stuff, probably till the end of Wano, probably maybe beyond. For a little while all right so let's go so then when this gear five which is supposed to drop in august or july of this year should be looking amazing right probably be july but yeah so but yeah like, i mean if you look him up you'll see all the scenes he's done and be like oh that was him but the biggest anime thing i want to talk about was anime nyc all right 90 seconds on charles 90 seconds on charles hey hey anime nyc Someone clip this part. Listen here and listen good. Y'all are trash. <laughs> All right. Y'all are charging $129 for a fucking three day, which and once taxes and fees and mailing comes into play, is $157.56. Dog, y'all are not the shit no more. 
is a whole bunch of other conventions that I'll pay the 157 for, but I'm not gonna pay for it with y'all. But wait, that's not even the worst fucking part. The worst part is the Anime NYC Plus. So, Anime NYC, don't know why y'all would do this, but I'll just go down what it gives you that it doesn't give for the other shit. So, for starters, you get access for all three days, right? Then you get was this expedited entrance so you could just go right away instead of standing out in that cold in that long ass fucking line like a freaking doof again like we all did fuck y'all then first access to the show floor who cares then you get an anime nyc plus lounge access but that is not the part that is just dumb to me why the fuck do you get a lanyard and a pen with the nyc plus part before and years prior that was part of the regular shit when you walked in the door now i have to go and sign up for this shit just to get that stuff it's stupid it's stupid y'all are not the shit there's a whole bunch of other conventions that are way better than y'all bro i was on freaking twitter and i found a lot of the only fan women they went to some hentai convention that looked even more fire than anime nyc like what this shit is not fire enough for me to pay $475 or a buck 60. That's OD as fuck. So, y'all can have the floor now. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that was it. $400 for that, the plus, whatever the fuck is even in that, that package. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I know it's like more high profile now since like the first time we all went. And even like especially after COVID, that first one after COVID and the one after that, and then that was the one this past year. And then this one coming up, they're getting more and more like high profile stuff. But like they're not, I don't think they're that whole high profile yet to be able to justify charging a price like that personally. So, uh, hey, the people that want to pay it, I'm not going to tell you to spend your money, do what you want. But like, I'm going to tell y'all, don't be stupid. Uh, you, you got money be stupid with your money Do no you no no we need to stop supporting this these people over here fuck them anime i'm NYC not going mid. i'm not supporting them yeah anime nyc is mid as fuck bruh that shit not fire bro i will say if i didn't meet berlizzi <laughs> berlizzi that last year <laughs> i'd have been like damn <laughs> i would have been just kind of mad like i could really spend money on this but this is a lot of walking not a lot of space to walk um, exactly yeah just the way to the when you first get there when you, everybody was confused on how to even get in the place you know, it was it was just a lot of a lot of things that could have been avoided were just like y'all gotta get that y'all gotta get that like, and another thing, let me put y'all on game real quick. Those shirts and stuff that the vendors are selling for like $25 a shirt, you can get from Walmart for $7.99 a shirt. They are these same shirts. They are not doing anything special or making those shirts themselves. They are the same shirts from Walmart. Hey, I go front. I saw that. I saw some Fire Force shirt that some vendor was selling a couple days later. I was like, oh shit, wasn't this at Anime NYC? what i'm saying they this 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 they literally go to walmart and buy up all those anime shirts like you know exactly what i'm talking about walmart target all those graphic tees in that section they buy them all up for cheaper prices and they resell them like put y'all on game the only thing that's worth going to anime nyc for is to see the voice actors and or if you like collecting wall art and even so a lot of the wall art there is mid and the same 
It's a fuck anime NYC. Period. Mr. Bring a wagon. <laughs> like, this is gonna be my last because I, I go for I did see that shit. That shit low-key did kind of piss me off. Only because like Alright, so Anime NYC comparison to arguably probably the biggest anime convention the year is a AX, right? I don't know if the AX tickets are on sale yet. Let me look. But with that being said, like Anime Expo makes sense though, because there's a there is mad shit to do at AX. It's it's big. You can go here, there, everywhere. Doesn't matter. That shit is big. So when I saw this, I'm like, dog, y'all are not that big. The Jacob Javis Convention Center is small as fuck. And y'all wanna charge people a buck fifty? Basically a buck sixty to go walk around and look at nothing all day? Fuck out of here. And then to go even look at some of the booths and some of the panels, nobody knows where them shits are. I don't even know where those shits are. Do y'all know where they are? It's the DreamCon panel. Didn't even know where it was. Couldn't even first of all, couldn't even get <laughs> yeah. in the door to get to the panel. So, like, nah, dog. Y'all not. No, I, I, I'm banning them from going. I'm not going to another anime NYC convention ever again. If they want to charge this price, they can charge it some other people, but not me. I will never go back. Somebody got to pay me now. So, you know what I'm saying? Make sure to pay us when we go. Give us a little badger for free. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you heard him, folks. Nah, that's, that's a ripoff. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> that is a complete ripoff. Like, 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 you don't got it like that yet. Yeah, not, not yet. No. Y'all got like Y'all gotta have yeah, a lot we'll more. Uh, y'all gotta have a lot, a lot more accommodations for the people before y'all got it. Man. I hope they listen even, to this you episode. You can't even view some of the wall art because you got piles of people there. Yeah, it is mad. Pe I, I'm not gonna lie. I do think they should have a uh, super restriction on how many people should or could go in. Yeah, they yeah, need definitely. to sell out of tickets and not keep selling them. Because it, it makes no sense to me. I mean, I, I hate to compare the two, but like, all right, the car show, for example, right? The car show fits in hundreds of cars, right? Granted, it's not as many people, but a car is still big. And there's enough room for a show for and all this other shit in the car show. The car show takes place in the same, like the same area. Why, when I'm in the car show, does like the, the J Jacob Javits Center feel a lot bigger versus when I'm at Anime NYC? I feel like I'm just, what's that shit? A little, uh, like, I feel like I'm just all piled together like sardines versus over there at the car show I feel like alright I, I could walk around a little bit like I said it's not as many people still but it's hella cars there too so eh, eh, fuck y'all anime NYC just like the sneaker community the anime community is oversaturated yeah we need to kick some of these people off the island for real for real we need to kick a lot of them off the island. I think about it. I'm kicking them off the island. I'm doing it, Charles. So, y'all have any last words for Anime NYC? Just be smart with your Maybe. money. That was the last word, I guess. But yeah, be smart with your money. Know what you're paying for. <clears throat> now, after we're done with the anime into the tv and movies now in the last part we talked about dc but before we get to dc just quick 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 stuff so um i guess somebody at hbo was listening to what malcolm had said the last episode because they said that 
The Last of Us Part 2 will be into multiple seasons. So, Malcolm, they're going to have to run you some coins. Yeah, and that's the right thing they need to do because if you're going to just jump into The Last of Us Part 2, then I can guarantee you that show will flop in Season 2. Expand the story. Do what you want. Free, Creative freedom if you have it. Source material is there. Take your time. Do it correctly. Otherwise, don't do it at all. Then we have uh, some Star Wars news, right, Nairi? And don't come back at all. Oh, and, yeah. What is this? Um, next Star Wars movie is likely to be announced April 7th? Really chill. Like, I mean, yeah, most likely. Are you excited? Some... Uh, yeah, I mean. Be honest, bro. TV. I'm comfortable with the TV stuff, but yeah. Nah, be... movies, I'm not, I'm not tripping about a movie. But... Streets saying they want Dave Filoni. Well, the streets don't know what they're talking about. Oh, so. that's crazy, bro. We're not going to like Dave Filoni didn't save Star Wars a little bit. Not what I'm saying, but like, there's more people than just Dave. Like who? Dave's, Dave is Dave is batting a hundred. I'm not betting against him. But I'm just saying. Who's the greatest? Who Who's like top one Star Wars uh director? A director and creative person are two different things. Well, you could not you could not write the story and be a great director and still be good. Well, all right. Who's above Dave? in terms of what just who who would you put like a i guess above dave like who can create shit just as good as dave in the star mm-hmm. wars at, shit right now uh, we gotta think but we gotta remember like dave gets a say, lot of his I say a lot, lot of, of all the stuff, stuff that's stuff working right now is literally dave so i, I guess yeah, he i currently stuff nobody Lucas too, like just he, he gets those with george lucas too i feel like that's what i say other than john who's like a lot the of main stuff. person who created the show but like only because all the stuff that's like Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Bad Batch, Clone Wars, Rebels, uh, Skeleton Crew. Uh, what else? What's Skeleton Crew? What they work on? It's the next thing that's coming out that's connected to all this. Uh, uh, all that stuff is tied in with what Dave and John are doing. So it's like, if we're talking about like, I mean, as far as like what's working right now, sure, I guess they creative wise, sure. But like, there hasn't been that much for anybody else to really be able to do. Like, well, and well, no, no, actually, Tony Gilroy with Andor, so. Hey, Andor was fire. Tony Gilroy got like an exclusive deal to work with Lucasfilm, so whatever Tony Gilroy does, he in Andor, Andor season two, so. Tony Gilroy, in terms of like, Tony Gilroy is just right up there with Dave, honestly, with Rogue One and uh, Andor, so. Uh, but yeah, until we get more people, like Acolyte will probably bang. So that one's hearing good things about that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not tripping about a movie, like, because the shows have been fire. Like, like uh, Dave's batting 100. So, well, would I like him to do a movie? Sure. But I'm not, uh, whatever the movie is, if it's the one with the sequel characters, that's cool. If it's like older stuff, that's cool. If it's something else, that's cool. We gotta see what it is first. So we'll see. We'll see what happens on April 7th. See some people might like one person kind of backed out, but then another person took their place on it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's too long of uh, information, too much information. So we'll see what happens April 7th, see what it's about. It might be a High Republic movie, but I could be wrong, but we'll see. So that was our uh, Star Wars Insider, not original. Now... The last bit of uh movie stuff before we get to the DC conversation is that uh Victoria, how you say her last name? Alonzo? Am I saying that correctly? Alonzo Morning. Has left what? 
Alonzo Mourning. That's how you say it. Alonzo Mourning. Victoria Alonzo? Yeah. That's Victoria her last name? That, that, that's, that's what it says. On here it says Victoria Alonzo. That's what... Yeah. What? <laughs> it's right, a, Alonzo Mourning. What the hell are you talking about? Victoria Alonzo. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, did y'all not... All right, man. That's her last name. Is her full last name Alonzo Mourning for real? Dog, no. <laughs> are you trying to make a joke? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm about to say, are you talking about a basketball player? We're not talking about basketball here. Let's talk about Marvel. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, she left Marvel Studios. She was the president of president of physical post-production VFX and animation at the studio. All right. It's basically all the post-production work. Here we go. Malcolm, lead us off. Uh, uh yeah. She she's she's been with Marvel since the jump. So a lot of people are speculating that Marvel moving forward is about to fall off a major cliff in terms of creation, story, um, direction, and just overall, um, what's what's the word like? End game? No, not end game. Like what's like? I guess direction would be is fine, but yeah, her deciding to leave, I'm I'm wondering why. Like she said, it was time to move on to new ventures or whatever in her interview. But I'm I'm literally just wondering why, because a lot of people have been saying Marvel has been getting really stale lately, and I'm like, could that be foreshadowing as to why? Maybe who knows? I'm gonna go last on this. I see, yeah, I also saw she was removed. Like, so never really know. Let's let's go with this. Let's just go with <clears throat> if she left, right? So how if she left, does that change it for you? Hard to say. Yeah. Don't know yet. Oh, his mouth. If she leaves on, yeah. If she leaves on her own, I would say it changes things for me. But if she got removed, then that's gonna just create drama, and we need we love drama. Serve it to me on a silver platter. Yeah. yeah. Something wrong with him. I just I looked it up. It just keeps saying she leave, she left, or it says um unceremoniously exited. I don't know, like something really chill. Like maybe she got in an argument with how they were running the creative direction. Who knows? Like Bro, that's, that's the thing. Two decade run, and she said, "Fuck y'all, I'm out." Exactly. Why? I want to know the the reason why. Which is major, because Marvel, Marvel finds itself in a very tricky place right now, where there's a lot of people that are catching on to their nonsense. So, Nairi, Marcus, y'all got anything? Man, it's hard to hard to say right now what it'll do. Because again, if she whether she got fired or removed, like she's gone. So, I mean, we'll see what happens if it. Takes a upswing in quality or a downswing in quality, so we won't know. We won't know for a while because depending on when a lot of these projects have been finished and in post production already, we won't really know until like the stuff that's a little bit further out. So the last thing she worked on, Ant Man, <coughs> Guardians, and the Marvels for movies, and then so we won't know for a while for TV shows. It's Echo, Ironheart, and Agatha. Exactly, those are like years away. Two, three years at minimum away. No, so no, no. Oh, Secret Invasion 2. No, Secret Invasion next month. 
right? I'm saying so. After, like, oh after, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's we won't know for a while. Um, uh, my thoughts on it. I've already, I've shared what my thoughts on Marvel is at the moment, and uh, this is not the first time I've seen somebody walk away and something goes to shit. I think we've seen it with gaming, and we've seen it like with other shit where somebody leaves and yeah they can't really find themselves back for example uh what's that shit who makes who's making that game rock rocksteady right yeah the creator or whoever at rocksteady left and now all that shit is turning into shambles with that justice league game or whatever suicide squad it's been a few, time and time again where somebody leaves and that shit just does not end up well i mean i guess we can use game of thrones as an example because they my nigga george R. R. Martin couldn't finish the fucking book so now those last two seasons of Game of Thrones are plagued with, hey man, this shit's ass, but he didn't finish his book. So I personally think I'm kind of on the side of Malcolm that, yeah, like maybe Marvel, the, I don't know, man, it may not be looking good over there. You, you're not going to stay with somebody for 20 years and just, un, like, just leave. There has to be a reason why you love. Grass might not be greener on the other side. But what if she left because Marvel just isn't, I don't know, maybe it's dying off a little bit. Maybe it's just not really the thing anymore. I mean, Marvel's still Marvel. And it like, I guess to Nairi's point that he said last week, a couple weeks ago, it is saving the theaters, but still like, what if Marvel's just not fire like that? Look at this. I feel like uh, obviously you can't go, you can't go 10 for 10 with movies every time. In my Ooh. opinion, uh, I, I feel like I don't personally. I I don't have superhero fatigues. I just I just I guess I just so, I've seen superhero movies. What they are? Well, Marvel. I mean, DC. I could say otherwise, but Marvel wise, I'm always gonna be there. Probably day one on the Marvel. Not every movie, but most movies. Uh, for a lot of movies, like I don't really have. I I don't have superhero fatigue. It's just it's just make good movies. Just like all it is at the end of the day. So, what would y'all say is the last good? I'm gonna say good to like the public. Marvel movie would it be Wakanda Forever, Spider Man, or Shang Chi? Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever was widely accepted. Like, so weird, it's pretty good. Like, like bottom line, good. Uh-huh. Yeah, their own elements because Shang Chi is a uh, Shang Chi's really good in the combat area, and uh, Wakanda Forever was really good in the story aspect. So like, all right, for TV show. What what's like the last good TV show they dropped? She Hulk. She Hulk is pretty fire, but mad people hate that shit. Miss Marvel. Mad I'm people hate that one too. She Hulk did not keep my attention, <laughs> but for me, the last good. I gotta look at that list real quick, because <laughs> I don't wanna like overlook anything. So. Alright, from 21 to where they are now, we have WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, uh, The Iron Groot Show, which I don't know if anybody watched, She-Hulk, Werewolf by Night, and The Guardians Holiday Special. I haven't seen Werewolf by Night or The Holiday Special, both of which I need to watch. Holiday Special is pretty good. Werewolf by Night is really good. I just haven't seen it. I don't count that as... I guess I don't count that as... Yeah, I don't count that or werewolf night they're one-offs like for that like and up here i haven't watched the werewolf by night one yet but i've heard good research for that as well but i think for the last good show like i was really like invested in was probably like the what a series i think i think that's what it was 
That's like the last thing I remember. Like, yeah, I'm not to see this like each week. Like, I'm day one, like, what three top of three o'clock? I'm there. Like, you watching it? Like, I'm with Malcolm, yo. That, that Loki shit was good. Yeah, hey, Loki too. Like, Loki too. Loki's also good. But I, I think, I, yeah. I think the last one I remember was What If being, I think that was our most recent one that, that I was really, really bopping with. Like, WandaVision didn't really... really pick up for me until the second half of the show. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, this getting juicy. Whatnot. Or. <laughs> what if what if was just like you know a mixture of things like i'll watch it but i'm not like overly invested miss marvel was actually really good i did enjoy miss marvel gonna get back into miss marvel i didn't finish moon knight i just like i was becoming a lot of shows where i just didn't finish because they didn't just finish them as keep my dinner bro who really needs to nice. have me in the beginning yeah, Moon Knight had me in the beginning and they kind of lost me. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. But I never, I never thought Moon Knight was an exciting person in Marvel anyway. Like, the only other time I had seen Moon Knight, if it wasn't in a comic book, was in Ultimate Avengers. And even then, I'm not picking him over some of the other heroes that are in there. That is a fact. Oh. I feel like Moon Knight is kind of like, you think, with Moon Knight, you feel like, you're gonna get a certain type of show, and it didn't really come out that way. In actuality, I feel like. Yeah, the men are rated R one. Yeah, they could go rated R direction. I feel like if they would have made it like very like kind of like horror oriented, oriented with like you know like the Egyptian gods and lore and stuff like that, and really kind of delve into horror type, you know, action and a dark a darker story. I feel like could have been really good, but obviously Disney had its has its limits on where they want to go. Certainly would have did it like the Punisher. Yeah, I feel Make like that would have been cool. Dark. Like, yeah, it would have been very cool to see certain things. Because I feel like if you're talking about like Egyptian gods, <laughs> what they go like, obviously you can't delve into certain things because it's going to be kids watching. With like, because obviously Disney, it's on a Disney platform. So, but like, it seems like Netflix had it, had it like back in the day. Like, that, we might be seeing some. Something really cool that everybody would be like, oh, this is very interesting. I don't know. Didn't Disney Plus go to like rated R or something? Yeah, but they usually, they, they have like, I think the World by Night. Is that the rated R? Is that rated R? Yeah. yeah it's gore. Yeah, so. yeah. And it yeah, was so killing like they, 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 night, so I don't know. Yeah, so, but we don't know if we'll see like any World by Night. I don't, I don't think we'll see any World by Night stuff in the MCU. We might get like a reference here and there, but he's not going to. Like a mainstay. It's like, uh, a, I guess the one. Kind of pushing like the but, supernatural side. In the ground yeah but way. like that's the thing like when you go to towards the supernatural it's, gonna, it's a lot of stuff where it's more i feel like it's more interesting or it's more it's more like it catches people's uh, attention but it can go that extra mile but being rated r and it's like 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 say blade like <laughs> like i don't think it has to be rated r but i feel like it could it could maybe 100 percent needs to be rated r but not really I feel like it definitely yeah, i'm not mad at blade being rated r so what about deadpool Blade definitely oh, yeah, needs to be they rated said, R. They said Deadpool's gonna be rated R. Yeah, Deadpool, they said they're gonna keep it rated R, which makes yeah. sense. Like, you could do a lot with PG. And that's obvious. That's no. good. That's good marketing think... on his own. Cause like, if you're coming out and saying, "Oh, our, our Deadpool is PG 13 it's like, what the, like, what the hell are we doing? It's like you're not gonna lose the audience that you probably like. I feel like Blade's gotta Deadpool be rated R because of just it being such a dark concept of vampires. Would y'all like more Marvel movies to be rated R or keep it PG thirteen? 
Only if it fits. Depends on who the yeah. It depends on what the Marvel movies about. If it's the story, uh, I think they need a series. I think they need a whole series that should be rated R. I feel like Moon Knight could have been. What been about way more interesting. What about like Wolverine? We just, just different directions. Like, wasn't Logan rated R? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, if it's about a person that is a killer, like Wolverine, like yeah, make it rated R because it fits the mold. Do you think Endgame and Infinity War would have benefited from the rated R? No. Not really. Okay. And besides so, uh, seeing people so. getting dismembered, yeah, be, more yeah, curse words, seeing different but, like yeah. Thanos killing people off. That's, like, that's literally all it would have benefited if if and that then, was even a benefit. Might have been a hindrance because it, it might have definitely make doing things more menacing. It would definitely so make things a lot more like menacing and be like, oh, like if I was seeing, oh, what was the what was Thanos' children called? I forgot what their group name was called. Children of Thanos. Is it just as one of those? That's funny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so what is no, like, it? name. I just can't remember. I didn't it's... know it, but I forgot what they're it's called. The children of Thanos. That's what they call themselves. No, nah, there's a name. They have actually got like name. a specific group name. Like, yeah, I forgot yeah, what it was. But like the horse people or something? No, it's a, it's uh, a name. I can't remember the what they're called. But all I'm saying is, like, they probably well, we have it'll, Google, it'll probably so be look it up. It's too much typing. Like, whatever. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. But, like, Say like bottom line is I'm saying just it, it would just make a lot of enemy like it might even face the Marvel villain problem because you can go to a certain extent with villains now instead of just you know having to give them great dialogue and have them like good like I don't know it's it's like a it's just a balance you gotta have it's just, it's kind of it's a it's a fine line you gotta walk because it can be rated R and still be ass like like it could still be story it could be rated R but like. I say you could do a lot with PG thirteen and get away with it. So, yeah, yeah. they snap Loki's neck. It was fine. Like, so. I don't think the, I don't think Marvel's that's, gonna that's needs PG thirteen like, just for certain. Just, like just I'm not tripping. Like when Blade, I'm not tripping either way about that one. Because like, there's obviously yeah, like, they got to you know, take matter. That'd be cool because it's like obviously they want to go for sales and big money and box office, but it's like you got to think like of your hat like more than probably half your. From like 2011, from where it started, is grown now. So it's like we kind of maybe they want to see some more mature stuff happening. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So that'll be maybe like a thing where it's like, all right, we have at least like we have a balance where it's like we have like one rated R film like each year, and then we'll have like the other three PG-13 ever. Like, not saying it has to be rated R, but like maybe just to like try it out to see. You know, it's kind of like uh to your growing audience thing. Like when I think about, I guess. So, I mean, you know, Boy Meets World, I hate to use that example, but like Boy Meets World, a perfect example, like growing with your audience. Boy Meets World starts off with Corey Matthews, Mad Young, and it ends the show where he's like old as fuck, right? Not old as fuck, but he's just older in college and all this other shit. So you, you're growing with him. So by the time you're at the end, he's talking about sex, like he's talking about all this other stuff, alcohol, whatever the case may be. So I guess... If Marvel did grow with its fan base, then the content has to grow too. Like, there's going, you're gonna, people want to sometimes excitement. Like, it sucks to say, but like, yeah, like dismembering bodies, all this is like exciting. Granted, it, it, it may not be, I guess, like sometimes for story purposes, but yeah, like Thanos doing that shit, and like, let's say Endgame or other places, or even like Green Goblin possibly doing that shit, in No Way Home. Like, I don't know, different shit. People want to see the excitement. I want to be excited when I see that shit. For different folks. Yeah, no, nah, that's yeah, that's also true that. too. There's also a lot of variables too, like like what you're saying, Malcolm. Because like it's like you got that, 
And it's like, do people really want rated R movies? You gotta, we still have to be good at the end of the day. Like, just, that, yeah. stuff, just for shock value is not the best either. So it's like, you just gotta, it's just, I, I, it's just gotta be a good movie. Like, what gravitates me towards like a good MC, like I'll say like an MCU film is good to me. It's like, obviously, Oh, well, like, a good balance of the action scenes, dialogue that like, like say like slow scenes, the dialogue that matters, and like I like I like I like epic scopes, like so, epic scope films like Endgame and Infinity War. That, Music um, has to be great. that Andrew Garfield is uh, Spider Man, right? I got idea who he played for a second. Yeah. All right, so and then that No Way Home shit, he said he went down a dark path, right? Could y'all see if mm. if this is a big if if they brought that back? Cause he went down that dark path. Could that be like a rated R film? Could be. It's just because of the way people view Spider-Man. But if Sony makes it, then who knows? Sony be trying to do everything to stay relevant. But That'd be cool. I kind of do wish they went the R route with Venom though, because I... <laughs> now we, now we got oh Venom Sony wasn't rated R. No, no, no. they were uh, PG-13. That's kind of ass. Like, all right, <laughs> here's, here's my here's my opinion. PG-13, the first Venom, I feel like it was pretty good. It was a good groundwork for what they had going. Like, the first Venom was, I feel like, overall, it was, wasn't bad. It was, it, was, it was good. Average to good, I feel like. Now, when you have Venom 2, and you have a character named Carnage, you you gotta understand. So what's Morbius? Carnage. He is a serial killer. He is a serial killer. Kills people for the fun of it. You have to have that movie ready to, <laughs> to get the whole point across to what, like, his character. Like, you're not gonna make a lasting impact for Carnage if he's if he's what killing people. Like I don't I don't know. Like that jail the jail scene like when he was released was kind of cool. But then it was like, what else is after that? You can't. It's nothing after that. You're like, oh, I love that scene with Carnage. Like nothing. <laughs> like come on, dude. Like it's much of a here. joke. It is more jokey than like taking him serious. Like, yeah, that's one of my favorite characters growing up in Marvel. Like, Yo, Morbius is rated PG thirteen. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, yeah, that's another character I would think would be rated up. Uh, been like, look at our films. We are like the goody goody two shoe MCU. Like, we're actually trying to rate our stuff or like going for a mature route. And it's like, you can even go. I feel like they can even go more mature for PG thirteen film. <laughs> it doesn't have to, you know. It's just like they just use these directions where it's like, eh, do you really want to watch this? Like, they got they're gonna have to. I don't know, they're gonna have to try to make different audiences gravitate towards it. I don't know. Loki Morbius wasn't that bad of a movie, but I'm only saying that because I ain't paid for it. I mean, Malcolm was morbid. It's morbid time. Like, it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't anywhere close to mediocre. So if there's like a bar between all those, then that's what it is. It's like someone who's trying to get the MCU fans to watch their films, and it's like, oh, <laughs> um, you chose one of Spider-Man's weirdest villains to be a main character in your movie. Like, you're already stopped there. It's like making a Spider-Man movie and the main hero or the main villain is fucking Craven. Ain't nobody trying to see that. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to watch a Craven movie. I'm not trying to watch. Doesn't Craven have a movie coming out? The, the Nacho Libre. What yeah. a kind of, who was the best <laughs> villain that was? <laughs> They were trying to make a movie about that. Aaron Taylor Johnson like, is uh, Craven. Like, I'm not watching these films. Like, these these B list villains or B C list villains. Like, I'm not trying to watch that. 
they, they really do. This Craven movie about to be ass. All these great Spider-Man villains. You think so? Damn Morbius movie. He can't. Who's, he's not a main villain. To, he can't be. Who's going to the movies to see Craven? I was interested in it. You really? You you gonna go see this? It come out October sixth. I'll say more about it. Yeah. Ah. I mean. I, My bad. Nah, man. I mean, man. who making it? Sony. Nah, it's all good. I mean, different strokes for different folks. Nah, nah I, I don't. I just don't. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't really see the point of a Craven movie. It's, it's, that's appealing to a very niche audience, and it's like I, I want to see this, but it's like you can you have bigger villains that would be like are more interesting. I was like, what can you possibly make? Exactly. Where's Doc Ock at? We just had him. Like. I mean, in Tom Holland. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he cool. Hey guys, he by himself. If you like the video, right. Make sure to subscribe. I'll say, like, the Silk like a silk movie would make more sense than a Craven and a Morbius movie. <laughs> like, I'll say that more makes more sense to me. We need like, the cat. Like, Spider-Gwen Funny, you should say that. <laughs> Spider-Gwen would be fire. But, I mean, we get that. What's it called? Yeah, Spider-Verse. It's kind of like a weird point in time where it's like kind of go like you know like the like mid two thousand Marvel movies where it's like all right we got go we got Elektra we got Daredevil it's like all these off the wall <laughs> kind of not off the wall but it's like these more B tier characters and than A list feel like and that's like why they get out, put in like, shows and not movies like Elektra she's fine in, in Daredevil but don't put her in a move like her own movie as a main antagonist or a protagonist. Ain't nobody trying to see that shit. However, I would love to see another Ghost Rider movie like real. Like actual good one. But it probably would be better. Properly. It probably would be better than show. And then it's like that. Like we'll go back to the radar R car and say be a radar for Ghost Rider. I don't <laughs> think I'll be I don't think I would want to rate it off for Ghost Rider. They Ghost Rider doesn't either be. Yeah, I, I think he might Hades be. Ace Shield did it without being rated R, so. He's, he's rated R enough. He's he's from hell. For a hell and flaming skull is enough. It can can get away with. What's he gonna do? The penance there and the chain. You don't you don't need rated R for that. Burn people. You don't don't need rated R for that. So. So. Rated R would just make them want to do B two extra. Just do yeah, too much. That's true too. In my movies, bro. They could just I really they could push a PG thirteen ghost Ra ghost rider movie today and it'd I, be do, fine. I do not need sex scenes in movies but, so which one you know what should be rated r dc wow look all at that transition god right there i was gonna say eternal so <laughs> my eternal shot i put a sex yeah yeah what i did not they, i feel like they just trying to push the boundaries well they were trying to do too much on that shit yeah i'm just like come on now i don't need this so we got a lot of dc stuff here right all right where would y'all like to start? We're gonna start with The Rock. We're gonna start with the thing we were gonna talk about last time. We're gonna talk about what, uh, what's this guy's name? Zachary Levi. Yeah, I thought we're already starting this one. Huh? Let's fire it off with this question. Let's fire it off with this question. When you think about the DC animated movies, on a scale of one to 10, what would you generalize them as? They're pretty good. 
Like you, you wanna, would say you like a, a like a yeah like a seven eight maybe. They say between some nine some uh, ten. On yeah. average, on average, most of them are eights. Yeah. Like as a yeah, general average. So above above five, right? Now, when you look at the DC uh, cinematic universe, do that same thing. What would you rate them at? Most of them below five. What's nah, the, nah, come on, Wonder is... Woman, the first one. Nah, nah, <laughs> yeah, that's put... one movie. Oh, Man of Steel. I would put most of them below five. I put them some of them at five for like six. Put most of them at or below five. All right, so all right, uh, with just the exception of there being like two or three good ones, like Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, right, maybe so Aquaman. I was about to like say we movie. they don't have that many movies because they over here trying to play catch up. So maybe the Batman. Nah, the Batman, that, the Batman and the Joker, I put in their own separate thing only because they're they're it don't seem like they're associated with what they're doing. It's kind of like, all right, we just like these movies. We're going to make them. We'll connect them later on, which I would want them to do. Kind of like how Iron Man and the niggas did it. The Batman's going to have its own world. It's not really connected to anything else. Yeah. So then ignore those. So like the movies I just said, like it, it's my question is why is why is DC so great at making animated movies and they can't make a cinematic movie literally based on the same shit? If so much source material like I just don't understand why they keep dropping the ball. Uh, DC don't know how to play the long game. I, that's what Marvel kind of is really good at. Marvel will sit there and play the long game. Granted, I hate it right now, but I, the payoff is probably going to be worth it eventually. DC wants to play catch up too fast. They they don't know you got to build up the story and the characters and shit. So, well, we got an Iron Man one and two in the same phase, right? Mm hmm. Like DC will give you Man of Steel, then Batman and him are supposed to be like going at it versus just do Man of Steel. Cool, cool, cool. Then do Batman by itself. Then do Wonder Woman by herself. Then do Aquaman and then bring them together. But instead it's like, all right, we're gonna do Batman and Superman together with a hint of somebody else. I know, do it one at a time. They don't know how to just wait and just play the game. People liked Man of Steel when it first came out. If you made a good one, do it again. That is my point. He's just going to get rid of the actor. Well, that's what they messed over. up. Yeah, I, I don't think they gave him a good enough chance. Why did, I don't know why they did it to Henry Cavill. That was kind of disrespectful. They didn't give him the time to shine and shit. Loki been time to bring him back, and they did it too late. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's really like the old uh, the other niggas that was running it. That's kind of their fault. That sounds like crazy, like the stuff you hear. Like they, these, these, how, like, how do you have a, how does a company have a personal vendetta? That's actually, that's actually crazy. Like <laughs> really think about. It. And it's crazy because he was the one to start off the shit for them. That's like if Marvel said fucked a uh, freaking Robert Downey Jr. What? Right. That's that's very crazy. <laughs> like, you're, taking, you're taking personal opinions about somebody and messing with your business. Like what? It's like what for? And people that's really like Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. The I love like Henry Cavill. Like the love and reception he gets for playing Superman is definitely not the same love and reception they get for Ben Affleck as Batman. Ben Affleck never got a chance. And, and that's true too. Like I, I don't feel like Ben Affleck really got like that much time to shine and shit. And that's where 
I feel like they should just let Batman get his own movie. Y'all messed up by just saying, hey, look, well, you know, put two of y'all together. No, let them sit by themselves. Exactly. But then they saying that, oh, Ben Affleck has his small role in The Flash. And it's like, I mean, I'm going to see The Flash because I'm not going to lie. Shit looks fire, but still, he didn't get his own chance to sign. No. Anybody else thoughts? Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right about the Henry Cavill thing. I disagree about Ben Affleck not having enough screen time. So unfortunately, he didn't get his own movie, but he was the focus of a lot of those movies. At least two or three that he was in that he connect that were connected together. Do you feel like so, if he had his own movie like Robert Pattinson, it would have been different? Yeah. I mean, if they would have still gone with his older Batman route, no, not really. It would have been more screen time. Still would have been the same character. Because if that's what they wanted, to, that's the version that they wanted to do. What, older, older Batman? Batman just, yeah, and there's a reason why that probably wasn't going to work. Because we were expecting to believe all this stuff off screen that we didn't see. So, without any real clarification. I mean, they probably would have went into it more in his solo movie. But even still, he's still present day old Batman. Unless half the movie's gonna be like in the past or something, which then, you know, what's the point of even having an older Batman in the first place? So, it, the, the whole concept was doomed to fail for the moment they decided to go with like a Batman that had already been more or less retired or about to be out of the game and decided to get back in the game once an alien showed up, a superpowered alien showed up. Nah, but the movie, well, I mean, that's a DC animated movie though, but that shit works. That's what I'm saying, the, yeah, the DC, yeah. That's, but that, that's yeah, in parts that, that though. Works exactly that's my yeah yeah like I, I i feel like they've they would have built him up to be like that older batman or older bruce wayne and shit the reception i think would have been a little bit different like I, i'm not the biggest ben affleck fan as a i mean i think he's an okay actor in my opinion i think he's just all right but i feel he's like a good he, actor, but his portrayal of batman was not it just never got a chance to portray batman Man, he was Batman for a good amount of screen time. No, nah, I think he's well, I think he's Bruce Cavill Wayne. Didn't have to share, Henry Cavill didn't have to share the screen with. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's my biggest thing. I feel like they should have just learned how to slow down. Y'all don't have to catch up to Marvel or everything. That's what I'm saying. Like they they forced the Justice League because Marvel already had the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They should have so, slowed down. They shouldn't have did it as fast. But you know, his just we, his portrayal didn't collect, connect with a lot of people. We didn't even get to see him really portray Batman for like patrolling Gotham and all that stuff. Like we didn't even get to see it. I mean, they didn't. It they didn't want to show thing. that because he had already done canonically. He had already done all that because him being basically a more or less retired Batman and being yeah, just but a retired Batman man. in the comics isn't the person that starts the Justice League. He's still very like, much Batman. Exactly. Well, they they didn't do oh. it right. Exactly. That's why DC sucks, and they will always. They should have just took their time. That that'll always be my biggest thing. That's almost like with uh Mixer and Twitch, right? Like Mixer was doomed to fail because they didn't know how to just slow down. I think when you try to play the catch-up game with movies or whatever the case may be, you're doomed to fail because you're not taking the time to grow. And definitely with DC in this case, it's like the animated shit will always be better because you could take time to animate it, make the story, do all this other stuff. On top of that too, it's released in parts nine times out of 10. DC just tries to just jam-pack everything into one shit. No, that does not work. Just take the time to build up the story of the characters. 
We got one good Wonder Woman movie and then a trash one. Yeah, that second one. Also, more competent, more competent people and people that care about it more generally tend to work on the animated stuff. Yeah. Except for now that it's all under one vision, it's probably going to be more consistent. So, what the? Now there's one singular vision behind it all instead of just this random BS that they was doing before. The cinematic universe. Well, everything going forward that's not connected to any of that old crap that was before. Under I mean, you got the flash. I mean, yeah, the Flash is technically going to reset everything. So everything going forward after the Flash, I mean, that's mainly what I mean. I guess that's why, like, uh, like, like all the stuff he talked about and announced, plus the stuff he hasn't announced yet. I'm about to say James Gunn. I'm not gonna lie. Probably there's probably a lot of other people that could save the DC universe, but I guess he's probably the best one right he's the only now one that wants to. Yeah, what oh, that job is more or less cursed. He's the only one willing to do it. Bro, he took John Cena and was like, "Yo, man." I'm gonna make you into peacemaker. And look at him. Had his own show. The show was good. He went and redid the Suicide Squad. I like this Suicide Squad. Like he's been doing pretty good over there so far. In my opinion, he's two for two. He hasn't really missed yet. But yeah, he's, he's five for five overall. He's about oh, yeah. to be five for five overall in terms of comic book projects with Guardians Three. So it's like he's yeah, he's been doing really well. And I don't I don't I mean he's gonna probably have a dud here and there, but probably not gonna be something like they do a batman i highly doubt it's just gonna be bad or they do a superman shit only because it seems like he actually cares yeah he cares that's why he cares and he has the business know-how from working with marvel the do's and don'ts and he has that uh what's his name i forgot the dude's name something zafran the business business partner that's uh they run in dc studios together so that's what i'm saying i'm not i'm not batting against the dude i'm not betting against the dude who's batting 100 like i'm, I'm not gonna do that but you know who doesn't care? Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Pebble Johnson. And that's exactly what DC needs to stop doing is thinking they need star power for their movies to be successful. If you put together a good ensemble and cast and you give people like good actors that you might not know just off of face value, they'll, they'll become those big name actors. You put them on the map. So you could, you could have a big like, name actor, just not a big name actor that wants to take over the damn company. Like the fucking no, I'm ride. saying like I'm saying you could have a big name actor, but don't be trying to force the issue. Like if you can't get that actor, I'm sure there's just there's somebody yeah. just as good. Like if they fit the role, reach out. If they don't, don't push it. Keep it moving. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck. I'm not gonna say that, but Ugh. Dwayne, you the you're, rock, you're wrong. The rock, <laughs> from, the rock running from Shazam and his cousin. That's crazy. Well, The Rock also ran away from Vin Diesel and uh, Tyrese. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so is Tyrese it a, is it a common rock. trend here? Yeah, I'm about to say, The Rock is the problem. <laughs> I'm about to say, Rock, The Rock went from being widely loved to like slowly... Like, also, he created a whole like, narrative, a years. whole lie about the yeah. uh, Black Adam's profits and success yeah, about financially. He's he doing, he doing it to himself. Like. So he created this whole fake narrative, bro, that was proven to not be true, but he'll, he still acts like, like it is true when he's asked like, about this, it. So. This man might need to go on a mini hiatus to be honest, like from like just movies and he But he don't sit down. He's too important, but he, he's gonna need to. He needs to shut the fuck up. He do yeah, too much. He's very important to a lot of to a lot of his brands. He's a very important person. So a lot of them. He's a person. No, I'm not gonna say that. He's a he's a personality. He's very important. Oh yeah, like, I, definitely, gonna, I definitely I definitely agree that he's he's a bad actor, but he's 
he's a very important person, I would say. He can be a good actor, he just chooses not to be. Well, no, I'm man. saying, like, even though he might be a bad actor, or a subpar, or a mediocre actor, or a typecasted actor, he's still very important to a lot of people. I guess. That's why, that's why he gets the opportunities that he gets. Oh yeah, he definitely does put the, he definitely keeps a light on for a lot of companies and shit. I just, I don't know why everywhere he goes, he has to do this, yo, I'm the biggest star on the planet shit, which you are, but dog, humble yourself for five seconds. You keep breaking up movie studios. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if you're the his biggest. best movie. Game plan is up there. Yeah, yeah, so number two. So if it's true that he blocked uh Shazam and was it Hawkman and other people from being in Black Adam, like you don't want to be that character because he could be black, be a superhero, and then he tried to, he didn't care about the lore, he just cared about trying to reshape it and be just fight Superman. He didn't care about what Black Ad Black Adam's villain I mean is the villain of Shazam. Superman just happens to get involved. He's not he doesn't fight Superman as his main main uh combatant. I will that's, say that's he did it. care about the lore because he's been trying to do this movie for years now. He did care about the lore itself. It's just when you become the main of a superhero movie, it gets to your head. And for somebody like The Rock, whose head is already gigantic. Bald bitch. Yeah. I feel like I feel like yeah, he cared about the lore, good. but I mean, like, to Nairi's point, I think he just saw, like, uh, like, I could be Black Adam. Let me be Black Adam. Thanks. That means and I can get on the, the big screen and fight Superman. That's more money and more popularity. I think he's been trying to do it for years. That's, like, loosely true. If you look into that, it's like, it's like, hey, you want to do this? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm down, I'm down. All right, don't hear nothing for years. Hey, hey man, you know, one day we're going to do this. Yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. And it's just, that's, 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 if you look into, like, that for years thing, like, it's technically true, but also not like as true as like it's been perceived to be. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. If anybody that really wants to look into that. When he said it, he, but he also said he was more so trying to be in Marvel than DC. But he did say Black Adam was one of the roles he'd been wanting to play for like eight something years. So I'll give him credit. I don't think he should be in Marvel. I don't think he I should mean, be a damn superhero. He could definitely be a superhero. He's got the body and the. I, then they it, but... they should make their own universe. W but, something um, something. But um, that, I don't think it all falls down on the rock either because DC is ass. So it if it's well yeah DC definitely fault, is ass. I mean at least they at least they tried to like with Shazam they tried to do like do the competent thing but then no, like the rock blocked all of it. So like this was actually they had competent people behind it but like then the rock said no. The rock tried to. You know, ruin everything. So they were gonna do like the logical route and include Fate, Black right? Adam. Include Black Adam. I mean, that Iron Man inside helmet shot was ridiculous and horrid. But you know, oh, I didn't see that that was, They really. I mean, Black Adam. They did that shit. Yeah, DC is bad, man. Like they, it's just, it's just bad. They're I'm... they're trying to do too much instead of just sticking to what they they know in the source material. Like, chill out. Just follow the follow the blueprint, and you'll be fine. Keep trying to do all this extra shit, and that's why you keep failing. I think the Rock. You have, you have someone like the Rock, you would have been good. Like utilize him, and if you're gonna have someone like the Rock, set the <laughs> precedent that he's not gonna come in and do whatever the hell he wants. But it's sure, the Rock. Who he did the Fast and Furious. Yeah, it, it's okay. People can get recasted. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, they just they just spinoff movie and ruin the lore of everything around <laughs> that. Yeah, I love I love that. We lo- we love we love the Rock for that. We love the Rock. Shit, at least Vin Diesel's more confident about Fast and Furious than the fucking. That's because he bitch. cares about the project, though. Yeah. I'm not saying that the ride yeah, does it. Doing, his he only may be project, doing, so I would care he may about be it doing too. too many. Come on, he has Riddick. Like, at least he cares about it. <laughs> they not. Nah, they had a sequel. He understood enough not to make some bullshit like Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, they presented him with the opportunity. You gonna take it? I'm gonna take it. I'm saying at least Vin Diesel. Don't blame Jason Statham for that too. Nah, because partially, I, I might. For real, I have not blamed him for that. Because that literally ruins his whole. The character, all that shit with Han, like it literally that makes makes no fucking sense. So I'm, I, that movie Jason doesn't Statham exist. Still there. Yeah, I know. That's why it, it that whole movie, that whole thing, into leading into that movie is just ridiculous. That's why I just, that I, that shit didn't happen, as far as I'm concerned. What Hobbs is all? Yes, that ruins everything. Like the whole that how they brought back the whole plot point of Tokyo Drift and everything that happened to make it make sense. And Hobbs and Shaw going to fuck around and do, make Jason Statham like trying to make him a main character and shit. Like, no, he's the he villain. He's a main character. That's oh my god. See, I mean, honestly, I I'm going to be really honest. A main character because of Cipher. I thought he redeemed himself, and him and the Vin Diesel start fucking with each other. I don't, I don't like that neither. He said Vin Diesel's uh, what was it, daughter? I don't give a damn who he said. What? I mean, that's a pretty important that family. Should, that shouldn't, like, shouldn't have even shouldn't even been written to do that in the fucking first place. Bruh, what has Fast and Furious taken itself serious since? I mean, at least it, it makes sense enough. But when's the last time they took themselves serious, though? I'm saying, like, well, I'm not, not serious, to, but I'm makes not sense. I'm not the direction you're going right now. Not serious, but makes sense. That don't make sense. It shouldn't have been written like that in the first place. Well, when's the last time Fast and Furious has made sense? At least it makes sense enough. I can follow the story. I, I'm just there for them to just shoot shit down. And for them oh. to just do more shit than they did in the last movie. Well, I, I'm kind of accepted. No, I, I get what you say. I just accepted Fast and Furious like, as what it is. My only thing was is that I just never liked how The Rock went. And what, what what's the last movie that he's in? Hobbs and Shaw. No, no, no. Before that one, my bad. Uh, eight. So, like, how they were beefing so hard that they're only in the same scene in the beginning, and then after that, all their parts are just split up. That's kind of wild, this shit. Yeah, he's a bald bitch. And you could, you could freaking take him out. I didn't say that. I know how much you weigh. I'm not I, gonna call him that. <laughs> he's gonna break my back like Batman and Bane. Man, I'm, I'm not gonna call him that. Fucking ass. What, they they squaring the up with WWE. The Rock, he, the Rock, the Rock running, knows. the Rock running from Shazam, and he running from his cousin. You don't want to see it, bald bitch. You can break his back. That's I not mean, Reginald. I don't think he, he he's not running from Roman Reigns, bro. <laughs> he running from Roman. He won't come back. You're right because he's bigger than WWE. He not going nah, he back. Bald bitch. He don't want to come back and get his I'm ass beat. I wouldn't go back if I was the Rock either. I didn't. I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I'm going back. They always say I'm coming back home. Comes back leaves. I'm coming back. Yeah, the rock back. Or the smell of I, no, I If I was I the rock, I wouldn't. Word. I wouldn't go back either. Yeah, I'm, I'm not coming back. Like I'd go back for a cameo, but I'm not going back for an instant. Show who the real run. Samoan in the family is. I wouldn't go back either. <laughs> is he what? Not like a hater. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm being a, oh, well partially, partially. It's got a salty. Uh, I hate the rock for ruining 
like two franchises. So two franchises. Well, what DC is... is already terrible. Talk about Shazam specifically. Not Shazam. DC. Are you going to not, see Shazam not, too? Not because DC. the shit is ass. I would have seen it if I heard good things about it, but I heard didn't hear good things about it before it was even finished. I would see Shazam. Be no, honest, because so. of the Rock. Because <laughs> the Rock didn't want to play ball and be involved in the story connecting those movies together. Fucked up Fast and Furious. Oh, you know he's gonna fuck up yeah, Fast not and Furious. Fan, not, not, not a big fan of the Rock. As an actor, wrestler, yeah, he's okay. He's one of the. He's on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he's on the Mount Rushmore, but he. he all right. I'm about to say, yeah, he has to be up there. Yeah, he's on the Mount. I put him on the Mount Rushmore, but he's he's just all right. Yeah, he's all right. He's greatest on the. He's one of the greatest on the mic and in the ring. So yeah, he got to write. Got to write his lines on his wrist, but he's all right. When he came back, I mean, been gone for so long. Yeah, he got a little. It's all right. He's all right. I think. I think you might have to see the Rock, bro. I think you might have to square up with him. I'm not getting paid, so no. Yo, Marcus. Make sure to subscribe. Oh, well, we don't lost. Uh, all right. Would you play Sound of Frontier? They got this new update. Sight sounds or something else. <clears throat> Sight sounds and speed. Uh, I'll look into it, but I'm down for any update for that game. I mean, I, I did take a kind of break from it, but I anything to get back into it. I'm looking forward. I asked, but I saw it in my uh my timeline just now. I'm at I'm at to look into it, but hopefully uh. I mean, they still have a lot of DLC coming soon, so like to make it more like a kind of adventure type feel with new characters and stuff. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So, I think we ran out of topics for this episode. Um, this is episode 15. All right. So, this is the end of episode 15. Um, YT, you go first because you was hating on the rock. Uh, everybody, uh, stay safe, drink water. And love you all. All right, all right. Malikay Adize, go. It's not fuck the rock. It's still fuck DC because they still don't know what the fuck they're doing. And my opinion is not going to change on DC until they figure out what they're doing, which will probably be never. So my opinion won't change. Okay. The, okay. the Flash is going to reset everything. No, it's not. Yeah, he is. He is. Let's he is. Being, let's stop being naive. It's going to reset everything for a period, and then. James Gunn is gonna save it. He's gonna save it. I mean, just literally gonna reset the story to start over again. That's, that's exactly. They're gonna, gonna start like over again. I'm gonna make them pay for that flash movie. They're gonna start over again, and then the shit's I'm gonna actually, be yes. It's actually again. the most excited I've been for. for uh, exactly, bro. I'm hyped for this right, shit. I'm, I'm trying to see that, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to see what they're gonna do with it. The market's closing thoughts. Market's closing thoughts. Go. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy, you know. Just you know, make strides today to better yourself. Even though you can, doesn't have to be big. Just little steps, baby steps. It can be something small. All right, all right. Positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement. All right, all right. Hold on, I had to fix myself in this chair. RQ, real quick. All right, all right. Um, my closing thoughts. Episode fifteen. Uh, as always, make sure to rate this shit. Was this five stars? We're available everywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good shit. And um, yeah, what's up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just make sure to rate that shit. We trying to rise with the algorithm. I had lost my trade thought for a second. I had got a message. 
Um, yeah, so make sure you know, trying to rise up the algorithm, all that good shit. And 